Hello, everybody, and welcome back to week 13 of the NFL season. This is Rambling and Gambling. Today, we're bringing you a full breakdown of the DFS main Sunday slate. We're going to kind of just go game by game, give out our uh, favorite players at each position. And at the end, we'll, of course, always build a lineup. It seems like we've been having more success on the DFS side of things than the than the spread pick side of things as of lately. Yeah, I mean, you can only really go up from there, from, from where our picks are at. There's no really getting worse. Yeah. yeah I've, I've placed in the uh, Millie Maker three weeks in a row now, so. Well, I'm, I don't know I've if that's a whole lot to celebrate. Just place, placing. Away from, from making a million. So I, I think I'm getting close. Well, you were on the – because I remember the week before last, Corey had the great call of the, the Packers game when yeah. we faded the Chiefs-Broncos. Last week, was it you that was on the 49ers-Vikings? Yeah. Yeah. That, had a lot of Justin Jefferson, a lot of uh, Kittle. Thielen. 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 I think I – I don't know. Kittle didn't do anything. Kittle yeah, didn't do anything. Say, Elijah I, Mitchell. Debo. Elijah Mitchell. Oh, it was the Gronk pick. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, everyone had Gronk, though. That didn't really separate you. 30%. So, knocked out 70% of the field. I'll take it. I think that's what got me in the money, honestly. But All right. Well, we're going <laughs> to go ahead and now break down uh, the slate. So, first off, we will go over the first game. We have Indianapolis at Houston. Uh, what do we think here, Nick? What plays do you have? Yeah, I mean, obviously Jonathan Taylor's just kind of uh, feels like a lock, but honestly, I think it kind of might be a trap this week, especially for ninety two hundred bucks. Um, they've been using him so much that I think they at least decrease his workload if it's a blowout early. So I'd actually, I actually kind of like Michael Pittman and. Uh, Naheem Hines, if you have to go down to $4,000 for someone, I think it'd have a good game. Um, just based off the fact they they can't just run Taylor 50 carries a game, or, you know, 50 touches a game. Um, and I think this is one where they can sit him out a little bit more. Um, I'd expect a heavy first half, but, you know, kind of slow down from there. So I'm fading Jonathan Taylor this week for that reason. Um I always like to play T.Y. Hilton just because you could do the T.Y. dance, but he's he a pretty also, good price. He also, he also shreds Houston, so if, if yeah, he's at least healthy for a three quarters, maybe you yeah. can get a couple of big touchdowns. Yeah, he's like historically one of the best wide receivers down in Houston. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's tempting to see if he's got a little magic left. <laughs> Alex, what do you have from this game? Uh. I don't have a ton for this game. I do like if uh, baby hands Jack Doyle doesn't play. Mo Alley Cox feels like a, a good play here. Um, oh, there's a chance he doesn't play? He's questionable right now. I don't know that he was limited in practice today. So uh, I would like that a little bit, yeah, if he's out for sure. Yeah, I mean, he had 20 he, points last week. He had, a, he had a nice day. Yeah, yeah, but if he's out, Mo Alley Cox is – you said Jack Doyle is the one that might be injured? He's questionable right, right now. He, I yeah, mean, he 2.6K. Only, yeah, and if Doyle plays, he's only 3.3K against a not great Houston defense um, yeah. where I think the Colts will, like, run it up pretty early and just 
second half. They're going to mix it up. But I think yeah. this is like their opportunity to like try some new stuff out. You know, um, they got to make a playoff push. You're going to have to get creative. I think this is like a great scrimmage for them. You have to do, you have to also realize though, they're not in the position. I know you, Nick, you said that they might just take this game, like use this game for Jonathan Taylor to get it. Re- but at the same time, like they need wins everywhere. Like every game yeah. they, they need a win. Totally. They're not messing around. Yeah. I think that they win this game handedly, but I, you know, I think that if it was close, you could see JT like have totally. played the entire game, and that's probably what you want. If if, my if you're playing JT, there, you want that. Yeah, my big assumption there is really just early first half lead, like twenty-one points or something. You know, fourteen, twenty-one points, and they just kind of just mix it up. Yeah, Alex. Uh, any so. Mo Ali Cox was your sneaky play. Do you have anyone else? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I mean, JT is evergreen. Like, there's there's weeks that you have to play him to win a tournament. So, like, I mean, we could say it every week. Like, he's in play. No oh, what, yeah, he's always in play. For no sure. matter what the price is, like, dude could put up 50 points. So Yeah, he, he's, a, he's a player where, like, he's always in play. It's just you have to decide whether you're fading him or you're going to play him. Exactly. And, I'm going to be probably on on I'm not going to completely fade him because he is going against the Texans and I think there's enough value on this slate that you can mix and match some really cheap plays that we'll get into later with Jonathan Taylor um but I probably won't play like a ton of him just because there's some other guys I like a little bit more um I don't really have interest in the quarterbacks as I I usually like quarterbacks in games that I think can go back and forth. Uh, so they're, so it gives more potential for that quarterback to score a lot more fantasy points. And I don't really see that here. Um, yeah. So that's why I don't really have too much interest in maybe a little, I have a little bit of interest in Brandon cooks just because he's really the only guy on the Texans. Like that's where the whole passing offense moves through. And I still don't think the Colts uh, secondary is that great. Uh, so yeah, we have a Rex Burkhead starting game here. Oh, I'm not playing Rex Burkhead. That's <laughs> um, yeah, I'll, I'll be playing, you know, 150 lineups. As I, oh, yeah, this this is the week where I actually have a ticket to the $555 Millie Maker. So I, I have to really, you know, I, I've been doing a little extra research this week just because I, you know, I'm only competing with, you know, 4,000 people for a million bucks. So. Uh, hopefully, you know, I can bad be wild. You're on the one yard line. You don't, uh, don't pull red zone. I'd say red zone. Red zone. The, there's uh, still 4,000 people. I give them red. Yeah. Zone. There's, there's still a very small percent chance you take it down, but I mean, you finish in the top 25%. I still double my money. So, and it was, so a, you, I didn't, I have to put any of my own money into it. So what tournament did you have to enter? Or it, what did you uh, it was like one of those small, like $10 things out of like, Five, like I forget, it was like 50 people, and I won it nice. on a showdown slate. I think nice, Fantastic. yeah. So I, I have that this week. Um, so yeah, I, I have some conviction plays, but we'll get into those. They're, they're not really in this game. I won't be playing, I don't think, anyone from this game. I, I will be fading JT on in my main tournament. So, uh, and, and Corey, who's not on the show today, did say one of his conviction plays was Jonathan Taylor, of course, Colts fan. Uh, so big surprise there. Yeah. 
So next game we have Giants at Miami. Um, you know, kind of two middling teams here. Uh, is there any fantasy interest or, or what plays do you have interest in here, Alex? Yeah, I don't uh, – you know, Waddle has been playing well recently, but I don't love him in this spot because he's probably going to get Bradenberry or Bradbury. Uh, Bradbury, James Bradbury. Yeah. yeah, so I don't love that, which uh, then kind he's of – slot corner? I think Bradbury. Does he Brad, Bradbury is kind of more of like a big he's, – he's like six – like. Uh, I want to say like six three, like he's like a bigger corner, but he is fairly. He's a runs like four 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 five maybe. Uh, I think four five, but yeah, I don't I don't know how if, if he'll match up with Waddle, but maybe they'll just use him on Waddle because the Dolphins have no one else. Right, right. That was kind of my logic in like going to Gesicki is like if if Bradbury's on Waddle, like the only other guy that uh, Tua passes to is Gesicki. Um, also, the it's not been doing well, not great. But the, uh, yeah. the Giants' run defense is garbage, and they've finally been giving the ball to Miles Gaskin, like incorporating him in like the short short passing game. Um, what are his, his last? Just, I, I I've been playing Gaskin like that. You say Gaskin, and it does. He does have a great match against the Giants. It's just he scored two touchdowns and he still had 19 fantasy points. It's like his, his upside yeah. is so bad. Like, yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. He's a guy, he's a guy I had early in the fantasy season and very quickly dropped because it's like, he'll have a game like that where he has two touchdowns and it, he like is playable in like a fantasy league, but you're right. Like his yards are what it like. He had probably what, Terrible. He, yeah. he just like, like if you how do you like, and you put two up touchdowns and you score not points. even twenty. Yeah. So his best game was besides if you take out that Tampa Bay game, the most points he's had all year is nineteen. Yeah. And now they just traded for Philip Lindsay. I didn't know that. So that yeah. yeah. So like and Lindsay got some touches last week. It's just that backfield. I don't know. It is a good matchup though. I feel like this is yeah. a low-scoring game. I don't see a ton of plays here unless you're just trying yeah. to get really different. Yeah. I don't think you could really play anyone on the Giants confidently at this point in the season. Uh, just too sporadic, very hit or miss, and, like, the hits are, like, not that great. So, you know, yeah. under 20 points. So, I just don't think the upside's there. You don't need to assume the risk of playing a Giants player, especially against a hot Dolphins defense. So, Strongly recommend you, you know, don't play a Giants player. I also don't like Gesicki uh, for 5100 bucks. Um, I think he's just not done well the past, like, six weeks, really. Um, barely breaking 10 points, if that. So, I uh, just think there's there's better options out there. But, um, yeah, I don't mind Gaskins. And Waddle put up 31 points last week. He's starting to emerge at the – kind of the Jamar Chase type of level, and he's doing it very quietly. So He's very um, good. Yeah, I, I really like Waddle. I have no problem playing him for, for his price. I think he's at 6400 bucks. I think, you know, if you have the potential to put up 30 points as a ceiling and 15 is, 10, 15 as a floor, I'm happy to do that. So I, I like him a lot. Yeah, I uh, don't really like targeting players from games with like forty point team like totals. Yeah, you know, um, but 
the only I, I, I like Saquon a little bit just because he's so cheap at 6,300. He played like 85. He was back to his like full workload. We saw him have a little bit of burst break off of maybe he had like a 30 yard run against the Eagles, which we hadn't seen in a while. And I so yeah, he's more of just a price point play for me. Uh, I don't really like anyone else from this game. I guess the Dolphins defense, a little bit of interest, but. Yeah. yeah, I had Saquon in my Millie Maker last week in the flex, and he was the one player that killed me. So, yeah, I, I mean, I have to stay away this week just yeah. with some recency bias. But I hear yeah. you for that price. It's a steal. And I thought the same thing last week, too. Yeah. But yeah, it's more it's more. I'll just have him in my player pool, but I'm not like throwing him in a bunch of lineups. He'll just be in the in the player pool. Yeah. Uh, but Minnesota at Detroit is the next game we have. Divisional game, uh, Vikings going into Detroit. Uh, what do we have here? We'll start out with Alex. Yeah, uh, I'd love Jamal Williams in this spot um, with DeAndre Swift most likely not playing. I don't think they officially ruled him out yet, but like with that shoulder. No, yeah, I, I doubt he – I don't even think he plays. He's not going to play. Yeah, I don't think so either. And uh, – this Detroit team has obviously showed that they love to run the ball and they love to dump the ball off to their running backs, even though Jamal is not quite the pass catcher that Swift is Um, at 5.4 K. That's, I mean, we love our backup starting running backs in DFS, right? Cause their price tag, especially on teams that, you know, like this, like um, what were we saying earlier, not Indy, but uh you know, teams that love to run the ball when you got your starter out, uh, the back. Yeah. Well, it's, it's when the, when, when draft kinks, they make the salaries like Sunday night after the last games, and then they don't change the price of the players like Madison. There's a couple backups that they just, no matter what price up, um, and Dalvin Cook happened during the game. So they knew to price them up. Yeah. Madison's at 7,600 bucks. They yeah. weren't making that mistake twice. He's right. actually a really good running back. Uh, yes, I think he he'd is. probably be a starter on pretty much any yeah. other team. All you have to do is imagine Dalvin Cook at that price, and yeah. that's who it is. They use him the same way. They use him yeah. the exact same way. And, yeah, and I, I feel like minus some of the pass catching that Swift does, they use Jamal Williams in the same way in this game that they do Swift. And that yep. amount of target share and – the amount of touches he's going to see is like at 5.4 K he's almost yeah. a must play for me. Um, so I love Jamal in, uh, in this game. Nick yep. Jefferson's hard to kind of ignore here. I think uh, last time they played Detroit, he put up 22 points had like 130 yards on seven catches. So, you know, he's just got that big play potential. He could break off and get a lot of yards after catch against his defense. So I love that a lot. I think Thielen had a good game last week, got a couple touchdowns, Um, but I don't, he's getting old. So I don't think he does that consistently week over week. So it kind of makes me like Jefferson more. I think they kind of go back to him and mix it up. Although I guess like the one downside is I could see them going up big and not needing to throw a ton. So yeah. I typically like to play receivers in higher scoring games and, you know, thing in games that are going to be closer. Uh, you really get all four quarters out of these guys that way. Um, so I guess that's my only hedge, uh, hedge hedging thought there, but. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, I think Justin Jefferson, the last time they played, I believe he had like 100 yards at halftime. Is they played yeah. earlier this year, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's always in play. So he's about to set the the record for the first two years uh, receiving yards. I think it's Odell that has that record right now, right? Yep. With like 2,600 yards. Can you, yeah. Can you? Can we just pause for a sec? Can you imagine Justin Jefferson and uh, what's his what's his name? Oh, I'm blank. Drawing a blank. Uh, Jamar Chase. On the same team. Yeah, that, I, I've been saying I was. I've been before <laughs> Justin Jefferson was even in the NFL. I was saying like that. That LSU college team is, in my opinion, the best college football team all that's time, ever maybe. played. All, yeah, in my opinion, the best. No all wonder time. Burrow looked amazing. Well, I mean, Burrow's <laughs> yeah. a stud, too. but Burrow still looks yeah, good. He's good like, too. Yeah, but he's very good. But, better, but yeah, but you know? when you throw into those two guys and like yeah. Ph was there, like too. you, you might have Justin Jefferson set the record and then Jamar Chase break it in like next year, yeah, like his next very season. Like it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. So pretty crazy. Yeah, he, Justin Jefferson's always in play. Um, I'm with you. Jamal Williams is. I'm probably gonna have. He's gonna be one of my most overweight players that I, uh, you know in the exposure I have in tournaments, I'll probably be playing him in my, in my 555 Billy maker. Yeah. Are you worried that with the Swift news and his price tag that he'll be like very highly owned? Yeah. But so like in, in smaller field stuff, like in like 4,000 field tournaments, you can get away with playing like the really good plays that are going to be, you know, chalky and a lot of people are going to be playing them. And then you just get different, probably, probably get different at like the receiver position and the tight end defense quarterback, but running back is usually where I just try to jam in like the good high end and, and at their price tags, like, you know, I'm, well, this isn't where, this isn't where I get different, like maybe other people's strategy, but I don't really get different at the running back position. That's kind of always been my strategy. I'll play that. And there's a chance we'll get into another cheap running back, um, which is, again, I, I think that's another reason why Jonathan Taylor is a stronger fade this week is because there's some very cheap running back plays on the slate where Jonathan Taylor has to re- like, you know, for example, if Jamal Williams gets 22 and even if Jonathan Taylor gets 30 points, you'd probably rather have played Jamal Williams you know, Jonathan Taylor has to really kill you, kill you. Uh, and these cheap running backs have to really not do that well for Jonathan Taylor for that play to work out. So that's another, you know, strong reason to maybe go underweight on, on JT. Alexander Madison, I'm going to have some exposure to him. He's reasonably priced. So it's not like I can lock him in, but I, I will be playing a fair amount of him. Josh Reynolds at 3,400. I, I liked him on that Thanksgiving slate that we took, you know, before that game. And, you know, I, it's crazy. I had like 25. Yeah. The, yeah. Jared Goff. Yeah. And uh, on the Rams. And so that, that. he's like the wide receiver one on that team and he's 3,400. Uh, yeah. I don't, if you're, if you're game stacking that, if you like this game to shoot out, I think Josh Reynolds is one of the best cheap options to use in that game stack. Uh, but other than that, you know, Vikings defense in consideration because you're playing the Lions, so you're going against Goff at 3,200. That's fine. Like, I'll have them in my player pool. Uh, but I don't have too much interest in the quarterbacks. Um, 
Next game, we have Philly at Jets. Uh, we'll start out with Nick. What what plays do you have here? I think similar story to some of the other games we talked about, like probably a low, lower scoring game. Um, I do favor the Eagles side. I always kind of like Devonta Smith. I think he has a pretty high ceiling. Um, Rigor, I saw, has, has had the most drops like ever in NFL history He's or bad. something. So He's bad. I We've known he was yeah. bad. From last year. And you know what's just yeah. funny that Justin Jefferson, like you drafted Rager over Justin Jefferson. Ugh. Yeah, that one definitely hurts, especially last week. He blew my Eagles pick to cover and uh, he dropped two touchdown passes at the end of the game. So uh, he is on my hit list for sure. No, <laughs> Um, <laughs> but disappointed to see that for the Eagles. I think they probably come out pretty strong and, and kind of continue it and try and build on the passing attack. We know they're in rebuild mode. I think they're still probably trying for the playoffs, like in their hearts, but probably realistically won't make it at this point. So I, I think they go to their rookie, Devonta Smith, get him some more experience. So I think this is a good game against the Jets to kind of give him a good confidence boost on somewhat of a rough year. Yeah, I uh, I don't I don't think I'd play many picks from this game. Uh, Corey's conviction play is uh, at tight end is Goddard. That was kind of who I was looking at in this game as well. Um, I, I just don't I don't see this forty five hundred bucks. Yeah, I, I don't see this game like the Eagles run the ball. The Jets can't score the ball. So I don't see this game lasting very long. I don't see this game scoring a ton. Um, so I, I'm fading a lot of a lot of these plays. I mean, Hertz's rushing ability against the Jets defense it's like somewhat intriguing, but uh, he's also banged his ankles banged up. He might not right, run. Much. Right. Yeah. I think and I think there's better plays around his price tag mm-hmm. as well. Um, yeah. So I don't I don't have a ton here. Um, yeah, I, I was hoping Miles Sanders would have been out because I probably would have had Boston Scott in almost every lineup I made. Uh, the Jets' run defense is terrible. The Eagles do match up really well because of that because that's what the Eagles like to do. But now it's seeming like Miles Sanders will play. And uh, I've, been, I've been burned by Miles Sanders so many times. Yes. Like I can't do I, it either. I, yeah. I, it's so hard. I, I can't do it. I know I'll just do it, and it'll be like one quarter in, and he'll be out on the sideline again. Every time, that's what happens. I've played, There's one week I played him in every single lineup. I, it was my lock, every single lineup. And, my, and all my other players were don't, doing great, and he just killed me so hard, just seeing like a big old zero. And – I just I don't know if I can do that to myself again. So it's kind of like Miles Gaskin, where it's like this guy Miles Gaskin can at least put up like 10 points. Like Sanders just will burn you. I just feel like they both should be good running backs. Like they both seem like they should like well, Sanders to me actually has like what I think would be more more like than Gaskin. Oh, agreed. Agreed. And so, like, I don't know. Yeah, you'd listen. I'll have to look at some reports because I have loved to pick on this Jets run D all year. Um, But yeah, I could just see them just doing their committee backfield again. I hope Jordan Howard's active so I can just not play anyone. I just hope they just split all three ways and I don't have to worry about it. Um, But yeah, other, other than the running back, 
Oh, uh, I, I will play a little bit Goddard, but I think a sneaky tight end play. And I know every single show on this, I talk about picking on the Eagles defense against the tight end position. And I'm going to play a little bit of Ryan Griffin. You know, I, I just, I play every week. If the Eagles are on the slate, I will have the tight end against them in my player pool. And he's very cheap. He runs quite a few routes and, you know, the, the thing is, we know the Jets are going to probably be paying for playing from behind. The Eagles are solid against receivers. I, I think you could see just a lot of passes coming to Ryan Griffin. And he's really good leverage off of another really cheap tight end that's going to be the chalk of the entire slate that everyone's going to be playing. And it's going to be really hard not to play him. But at the same price tag, he's like good leverage. Um, he's but- only scored over 10 points in one game okay but so at the same time i mean yeah he I, i'm just doing it because the eagles are the worst team in the league against tight ends yeah so it could be one of his best games but yeah i, I it's not like i, I don't think i can play I think, him on the main 555 dollar <laughs> tournament yeah. team, but i i will play him in my 150 lineups like some exposure yeah, it's funny we haven't even talked about how good Elijah Moore has been the past yeah. couple of weeks. I mean, man, that guy's on a hot streak. The rookie receivers, they're they're showing out this yeah. year. I just don't – he doesn't have a good matchup against the Eagles, so I don't like him against Darius Slay at all. So, yeah, I, don't know. I think so, he progresses here. Yeah, but not a whole lot of interest in that game. Next game we have Arizona at Chicago. Looks like Kyler Murray and Hopkins will be returning. It's going to be a slush fest. It's <laughs> oh, it's going to snow, be... rain, a little bit of both. Yeah. Really? So I'm coming up yep. there this weekend. It will be snowing tomorrow? <laughs> no, I think just Sunday. When the Bears play, it always rains in Chicago. Yeah, so right. tomorrow's supposed to be nice. Saturday and Sunday are going to suck. Okay, so we got a little bit of a weather game going on Sunday. Yep. Um, yeah, we might get Murray and Hopkins back. Um, what are we, what are we thinking here? I don't know. Uh, what do you, what do you, anything from here, Alex? Yeah. Hopkins at 6.2 K is very, very enticing. Um, on price tag alone. He, I mean, he hasn't been the same guy this year as, as he has in years past. And I think that it's been a hamstring, right. That's kept him out. I think that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was a hamstring. I think that's been nagging him a little bit like like most of the year and he's played through it and then when they shut down kyler they were like all right d hop like take a break too we'll be all right like colt mccoy it should can, be 100 percent now you're right yeah and like colt mccoy can get him to two and one like can go two and one because the rest of the team is that good um yeah i think that at like i said 6.2k is just kind of for for a guy with that talent who we're assuming is going to be healthy after taking probably really low owned. Yep. Uh, I love, I love that play on this game. Um, I, Bears defense has been playing well, could get a little bit sloshy here, but uh, I still think the Cardinals put up points and I don't see it happening a ton in the run game. Like maybe some like red zone or like first, like one yard line, like James Conner banging it in. But um yeah, I was going to ask, um, how do you think that run defense is doing? Because now you don't have, debatably, your two best defenders in Cleo Mack and Akeem Hicks. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely so, 
Definitely not not as good, but the Bears always are have been able to scheme up a good run defense. Regardless, yeah. you think the they're team. still holding it together? I mean, they're not like top tier by any means, but they're definitely not like hot trash, even without those yeah. top two guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I could I could definitely see Connor putting in one or two from like short distance, but I think in terms of like. Uh, not sleeper because it's D hop. And I don't think you could ever label D hop a sleeper, but at his price tag, that's definitely my play from, from this game. Yeah. I like him and Connor both in the 6,000 range. Um, I don't like anyone from the bears. I loved Montgomery last year. I thought he would have another great season. Um, We know he got injured in the past two games. I think he's been back. Um. He has not been very efficient as a runner. I think it's probably due to that offensive line more than anything. Yeah. But um, for me, he's kind of fantasy irrelevant at this point. So I'm only playing Connor, little D hop, but that's it for here. So I don't like the quarterbacks in this game. The running backs, I'm very iffy on. If I, their prices are pretty solid. The thing about James Conner is he is so touchdown dependent. Like in the games, he hasn't scored a touchdown. He scored eight fantasy points, two and five. He, it's he, not how the Cardinals it, moved down the field. Yeah, I know. But the thing is, he, he's he been like some players, like, it's, I mean, it's such a small sample size with just NFL seasons in general. And James Conner isn't some like back that I would consider good. He hasn't had a hundred yards rushing yet this year. He, so his upside is so dependent on touchdowns. Like besides his 40 point game that everyone remembers the most fantasy points he's had is 20. So like, I don't, and there's been times when he's had two touchdowns and he's had 14 fantasy points, 18, 20. It's kind of like the, the Gaskin thing, but he's just been like, he's just scored more touchdowns than Gaskin. And going against like a bear, I don't know. I, he's a good price just because he is so involved, but yeah, it, it's just his upside is so limited. Like I, there's so, I think there's other running backs on the slate. I think even Montgomery definitely, has, I think Connor has a higher floor and is going to be more popular on the slate. Montgomery has a higher ceiling. That's for sure. We know Montgomery has like hundred yard games in him. A and, he gets, yeah. and he gets opportunity like, he gets like 85, 90% of the yeah. snaps. I'm just scared when I see, like last week, he had 17 carries for 50 something yards. Like when he has all the opportunities and he's not doing that, you have to understand that's literally James Conner. Let me read yeah. you James Conner 21 attempts, 60 yards. Yeah. Uh, 10 attempts, 64 yards, 16 attempts, 71 yards, 18 attempts, 50 yards, 16 attempts. Yeah. It's like terrible. Yeah. He just gets there in in the red zone. I don't know. I, he'll probably yeah burn you if he scores like two touchdowns maybe. But he's so you literally need touchdowns from Connor in order to even like hit his floor. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Point. I don't. I don't have a whole lot of interest in player. I like Allen Robinson's back. I have a slight interest because Dalton's finally playing and not Fields, and we know Dalton's been a better passer and probably will look towards Allen Robinson a bit more. So I think getting him at a cheap 5K price tag is worth a sprinkle. And yeah, Hopkins coming back at his lowest price tag we've seen in probably, I don't know, since the beginning of his career. 
I'll, I'll have to have some Hopkins and not missing the boat on a, a Hopkins return game, especially if his hammy's a hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, so Can we digress yeah. for like one second though. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm never ever PB going to listen to your Justin Fields slander ever again. <laughs> After your Jameis Winston is better than Russell Wilson take. I will hey, never. What? I will Listen, never. When did he say that? Nick, what are you oh talking about when gosh. I've said that? You've been in the chats. You know what my thoughts on Winston are. You've been are. praying that Russell Wilson comes to the Saints, which I totally understand. No, I haven't. <laughs> I don't want that because we'll have to pay Wilson so much money when we know we can get Winston, who I think is a great – we're not going to get into all Winston Saints talk here, but I think good Winston thing he had is that a good quarterback. It's, Winston went 5-2 and two <laughs> with that same – and then we lose, what, four straight? You know, I don't – Winston is good. Like he, he turned it around what, going to the saints, getting that surgery on his eyes. You know, he can see, he can see where he's throwing the ball. He can see the light. Maybe we chalk this one up uh, to old father time here because we could probably spend the whole podcast just talking yeah. about our Jameis Winston takes. Yeah. Let's move into a, uh, what I think is game my of the favorite week. game probably for game DFS. What's that? Uh, well, one of the games of the week for sure, if not the yeah. game of the week. Probably the game of the week. Yeah, this is the game of the week. Yep. Chargers. Or at least on the DFS slate. For sure. Yeah. Uh, I think so you can, have, you know, throw a blind dart here and kind of hit gold. Yeah, Chargers um, Chargers at the Bengals, you know. Bengals super hot, Chargers hot and then cold. You know, maybe this is their hot again right here, and we just have a nice shootout, which is good for DFS. So, Nick, uh, or it looks like Alex. Yeah. Know, you want to say something? I was just going to say, I, I think for sure this is the DFS game of the week, but there's something in me that is, that's telling me that this is an under game. Like this is like a sneaky under game with the corners on both sides of the ball. I, I just feel like I love the running backs in this game, but I feel like, I feel like this could – I feel like everyone's going in their heads, they're going, this is a shootout. Both offenses click in, bunch of young talent on both sides of the ball. Like, but I don't know. Something's telling me to fade this a little bit. Hey, I mean, that's what DFS is about. Like, you, you pick yeah. spots and, like, if, if this is going to be a game that gets popular, which I could see it, you know, being one of the – it'll definitely be one of the more popular games – Kind of like Corey when he had that conviction, like he was convicted. Like follow your out. gut. It was like I was all over that Chiefs Cowboys game that one week, and you know I was wrong, and and Corey had his perfect leverage, and he won a bunch of money. So that yep. if if this is your game to fade, it's just finding the other game that you could think could be a sneaky shootout that's under owned, and that's how you that's how you win these tournaments. Yeah, yeah, very true. So, um, uh, but so like you, so what? It, if you were to like, what plays do you like from this game though? I love, I mean, both the running backs. Oh yeah. The running backs. You said yeah. That. Yeah. Eckler and Mixon are just dogs, like get a ton, a ton of touches uh, in both the run and pass game, like get into the end zone. Mixon has three straight games with two touchdowns. Um, yeah. He's put up 25 plus points in the past four weeks and he hasn't been priced over 8k yet. Yeah. So I've been, enjoying the uh, mistakes made by DraftKings all season there. Uh, I think, honestly, part of the reason I've been placing the Millie Makers for Joe Mixon 
So I have to stay on the Joe Mixon train, especially knowing just uh, schematically how a Chargers defense likes to lock down the pass and they make you beat you on the ground. Make Yeah, so I really like Joe Mixon in this spot. I'm also very intrigued by Mike Williams and T Higgins, some big receivers being 58, 5,700 bucks. Um, I like the wide receiver too here for both sides. Um, I think they, you know, if it is a shootout, these guys are going to eat and pay for their prices. So I really like them a lot. I mean, obviously I think you, you know, I could talk all day about how good Jamar Chase is, especially at $7,000. But uh, like I was saying in the past uh, podcast, I want to see if Asante Samuel's in, I think that'd be a really fun young matchup and uh, two players we'll see in the NFL for a long time. So kind of just excited to watch it as an NFL fan. Yeah, I um, I will definitely be playing, I think, some of both these quarterbacks and game stacking this one up. Uh, this is the first game where I have interest in, in some of the quarterbacks. And I also like Mixon, very good match against the Chargers. He's pricier, but, you know, he's, he's shown why he's warranted that price tag. Yeah. He's just been dominant uh, this whole year. Um, now goes against one of the worst rush defenses in the league because that's just how the Chargers, you know, you talked about that's how they uh, scheme their defense and make you beat you through on the ground. Eckler, you know, I, I think I slightly prefer Mixon, but Eckler is, is, I think the Bengals probably have a weaker run defense and they do a pass defense. So he, he's in play as well. And then, yeah, I mean, since if, if I'm going to game stack this, there's not one particular receiver that I like. I'll, I'll just kind of be mixing and matching them. I'll definitely be playing two of them. So, like, if I'm playing Herbert, I'm probably going, like, uh, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams or Herbert Eckler, Mike Williams, like, things. And then br- always bringing it back <laughs> for the player from the other side. Um, I do think Jamar Chase is due for a massive game here soon. Uh, he just he just gets so many air yards, and mm-hmm. he hasn't gotten as many targets as of recent. But you know, I, I think he's going to have an absolute explosion game here soon. Yeah, uh, I think we could safely say that uh, T. Higgins is is the solidified number two receiver over Tyler Boyd. There, oh, hundred um, percent. I think it's always been. Yeah. T. Higgins know, is a very good receiver. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Tyler Boyd was their guy up, you know, last year and, and a couple of years before that. Uh, he was always wide receiver one, you know, post AJ Green era. So um, it's kind of interesting to see him fall the wide receiver three spot. Um, mm-hmm. And he's still he's still good. Some you know, so I, I just think T Higgins is that good. Yeah. yeah, and even Uzoma is someone the Chargers, in addition to being bad against the run, they're also pretty weak against the tight end. So if you do like a, you know, a, a, let's see, a Burrow, Chase, Uzoma, and, and that gives you a little bit of that salary savings while still getting your double stack in there. Uh, so, yeah, I, I love game stacking this one up a lot. Um but the next game we have is Tampa Bay at Atlanta. I think there will be definitely interest in this game, but probably a little more one-sided. Um, we'll start with Alex. Do you What plays do you like here? Yeah, I think if uh, I'm sticking to my gut and fading that last game, I think this is the game that I'm going heavy on. Um, like and obviously, uh, I mean, you're going to – it's going to be more favored on the Bucs side obviously. 
Um, but I think that uh, an interesting play here um, could be, God, I hate to say it, but I think Russell Gage is in play here. Um, I think yeah, that, definitely in play. Yeah, I think, I think, I mean, the Bucks always put up points. Very rarely do they score under, you know, 20. So I think that the Falcons are going to have to throw the ball. And I don't think with that uh, Buccaneers front and Vita Vey being healthy and back that Corderell is going to have yeah. the type of games that he's been having lately uh, since or at least last week since he came back and then earlier in the season. But um, yeah, I mean, honestly, just like uh, Nick, you were saying there's a dart throw in the last game, like, throw a dart and you're probably going to be all right. I think with like, yeah. the, the Bucks pass catchers, throw a dart and you're probably going to be all right. Um, yeah. No, we got the news that uh, AB is suspended for the next three weeks uh, due to his, uh, his fake ID. So, um, I, you know, I, like you're saying, it's always a coin flip between Mike Evans and, and Godwin. So yeah, can't go wrong there. Yeah. I, I lean and uh, I lean, Godwin's way just because he had a bad game last week um I think that like I could see Brady trying to like get him picked back up and you know get his like mind right or whatever he's probably fine yeah but uh yeah it's a very Brady thing to do yeah so yeah that's that's my play there um you got OJ Howard coming back which hasn't done yeah yeah true so if you're if you're stacking, so you're you're going like the Brady double stack with like a gauge bring back is kind of yeah yeah I would I would say Brady Godwin you could even go Brady Godwin Gronk and then Gage bringing it back yeah yeah okay Nick no Lenny Fournette in there with uh, almost fifty points last week putting up a Jonathan Taylor level yeah but game. Brady if Leonard <laughs> if Lenny has I mean unless Lenny's yeah. pitching some touchdown like it. You know, usually it's it's one yeah. of the year Lenny that can go off, but no, it's funny to see someone put up that many points and then next week they're only seven K. Yeah, yeah, but that's <laughs> still higher than he's been all year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I think Alex covered it. I, you know, coin flip on Bucks receivers. Uh, I'm not too confident, and you know, I, I don't really love the Falcons, so I don't go there too often. Um, so that's all I got for this one. Yeah, if, if, you know, after Lenny's big game, I, I could see him being a lot more popular. People love playing the guys that just had the big game and then, <laughs> then they have a letdown spot. You know, I, I, I – to replicate that production. I mean, let's yeah. be honest. And people, people, yeah, will pay the more expensive price tag. The most expensive he's been all year after a big game. It's just like the epitome mm-hmm. of buying high. Um, but – I think the better matchup of Evans and Godwin is Godwin, as Evans will probably see more of A.J. Terrell, who's been absolutely locked down this year. So I prefer Godwin between the two. And then on the Falcons side, uh, Gage, you know, definitely in consideration. But I think Pitts is my favorite Falcon. I think Pitts is going to have a big, big game here soon. And – you know, I, I've been playing – he's been in my player pool like most of the year besides a few weeks. And, yeah, there's definitely been some some letdown spots here and there. But, I mean, he just is a – basically you're getting a receiver in the tight end position. And 
we saw him put up like in that London game or whatever, like 30 points and they should be playing from behind. This should be a faster paced game with both teams, you know, passing a lot. And yeah, I think Pitts is like, it's, he's one of my favorite like overall plays of the week. So I'm going to have a lot of pits. Uh, but yeah, I think, and then Corey, you know, in his conviction play said Godwin was his, well, another one of like his conviction play at the receiver position on the whole slate. Yeah. But, you know, I, Godwin is one of the best, yeah, best receiver plays for sure on the whole slate. Yeah. Well, um, what do we, what do you say move to this next game here? Uh, my favorite receiver of the week, actually. Well, we have um, to see the game first. Yeah. Yeah. So Washington versus Las Vegas. Uh, my favorite pick is Hunter Renfro. Darren Waller's banged up, questionable to play. Uh, we know Jerry yeah, no, he's not short. playing. Yeah, I don't think he's playing. He's for sure out. That makes me like pretty like it's not like official, doubtful. but it's he's not playing. He's he's yeah. one of those. Yeah. Well, um, you know, I think we saw Thanksgiving Day Hunter Renfro kind of breakout party starting to become kind of the locker room favorite there. You uh go and read all the beat reporters in Las Vegas when they're writing up their articles, they're all talking about Hunter. And uh, you know, I think. They got, they're going to have to pass on this uh, really weak Washington defense or pass defense, I should say. Um, so I, I like him a lot at this spot. He's kind of my favorite play this week. Okay. Uh, Who do you guys Alex? have? Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think, uh, you know, we've seen that Derek Carr can put up tons of yards, especially against like not great defenses. Um, yeah. And so I, I totally agree with the run pro play. He, Derek Carr clearly has a connection with him, loves throwing him the ball, whether it's down the field or, you know, at the goal line, the shorts, um, they get him involved, you know, every, pretty much every offensive possession he's involved. Um, so I like that play a lot. Uh, do we know, is Logan Thomas playing? Uh, yeah. He is playing. Mm-hmm. I do like Logan Thomas then. Like if, if him or Ricky Seals Jones plays, I like both of them under, you know, at or under 4K, uh, just because Heineke seems to, you know, obviously Scary Terry's a dude, but uh, Heineke definitely likes throwing the ball to those uh, athletic tight ends that he's got there. So I like, I like that on the Washington side of the ball. Okay. I see, I think Hunter Renfro is a good cash game play. I think he can get you, you know, he has a pretty high floor all year. I think like what, what's the, let me look, what's the least amount of points he's had. It's it's like, he's been very consistent every, every week. Let's see. Um, he put up seven against Cincinnati and six against Denver, but the rest are all. Over yeah. It's like points. pretty much like a, you know, 11, 12 point floor. Yeah. You know, he put but up he, 25 he, last week. Yeah. He put up, yeah 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 he put up that's his only game over 100 yards this year so what i'm gonna do is i think there's a good chance i'll have him in my double ups but i don't think i'll have any of him in tournaments i just think at the end now it's like one of his most expensive price tags of his whole career at 5.8k i just think you have other receivers at that same price range that have just such a higher ceiling and i know it's a great matchup against washington but it's just the player himself. It's, he doesn't have a high A dot. 
you know, I know Waller will be out as well, but I think this is honestly more of a, a Deshaun Jackson, I think might be on the injury report right now, but I think they didn't say it that serious. So I think like Deshaun Jackson or Brian Edwards could be like a really sneak. And, and the and I love those plays because Renfro is going to be really popular this week. I have him yeah. projected at over percent ownership right now. Yep. Talk a lot about leverage. So oh yeah, the, the Deshaun Jackson and Brian Edwards are amazing leverage points. And then I, I do think I, I have interest in Derek Carr this week. I think he has a great matchup against Washington. Uh, throws for a lot of yards. I think you're going to get that 300 yard bonus for sure. A couple touchdowns. Hopefully you can get that third and fourth because he doesn't run the ball. See, he does have to get like that third and fourth touchdown to win your tournaments. Um, I think there's a big letdown spot on the Washington side. Um, so I don't really think I'm going to play Heineke, but I, I, I honestly, in lineups that I don't play like Garrett Carr and like game stack that I really like the Raiders defense they they're an i if i if you go through like i love getting defenses that have not scored a defensive touchdown the whole year that bring a lot of pressure that have all the stats that other teams have that are getting defensive touchdowns and they just haven't you know I, we always talk about regression and and i do think they're going to have a defensive touchdown this year and i think it could be right here against a big letdown spot from washington as i said in the spread show they're the Raiders to like my lock of the week and Foster Moreau is currently going to be the highest projected ownership on any player in the of, of the entire slate at probably in double ups he'll be like 85 percent owned I guess yeah that's crazy and, and in tournaments in tournaments he'll probably like in, in the Millie maker still he'll probably definitely be over 20 percent maybe over 30 percent it's because Darren Waller's out and he's 2700 and he's not just like a tight end that just going to block the whole game. He's going to run a lot of routes. The last time Waller missed, he had like six for 60 and a touchdown, I think. Um, but yeah, so, and he has a good matchup against Washington. So in cash games, I think you're all, you're definitely playing Moreau, but in tournaments, I always say like, especially at the tight end position, you don't play people that are going to be 40 plus percent owned. So it's going to be – this is the fate I was talking about. So, like, a leverage off of Moreau would be, like, Ryan Griffin at the same price. All he has to do is outscore Moreau, you know. the Or you just pay up at tight end and you have a different roster construction than everyone else. So, I don't know. I, those, those are kind of the plays from that game. Uh, but I'm debating on putting Moreau in my 550. I don't think I can out of pure principle, but we'll see. Uh, next game, we have Jacksonville at Rams. Uh, you know, this is very one-sided game here. Um, what what interest do we have starting with Nick? It's kind of a tough one. Like, I, I just – I don't know that it's going to be a shootout. Uh, the Rams haven't even really looked like the Rams recently, so, like, I'm not even that confident in saying, like, Stafford's just going to shred these guys. Um but I kind of I kind of like OBJ for fifty five hundred bucks. I like the comeback story kind of brewing. So oh, um, I'm over it at this point, and uh, I like him for fifty five hundred. So I'm gonna play Odell this week. But um, yeah, I mean Cooper Cup's always there too. So he, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention his name once. 
Feed me me two girls, one cup. (laughs) Well, Cooper Cup is about to go off this game. This is at home in LA. Rams coming off of two bad losses. They are going to want to show out and show people why they've paid all this money. They've given up all these draft picks. Yeah, they sold out. I mean, this is this is it. If they, they sold out for their entire future for like the next couple of years, so they better get it done here. And they're like a lot of trades, a lot of draft picks gone. They're building those old vets in their their lineup. So I mean, we got to yeah. see something from these guys, right? If they don't get it done in convincing fashion against the Jaguars, like I'm completely out on them having any sort of shot getting out of the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. Like, and I think well, uh, I, I already don't think they have a shot at getting out of the first round of the playoffs, but that's just me. I don't think that's a crazy take either. Like at this no, point, I definitely don't point. think that's a crazy take, but I do think that they're a good enough team that they show why they've done everything they've done. They're at home. McVay has a lot to prove after these, these couple of bad losses. Um, I think he, I think he basically keeps the pedal to the metal um, and just, I, I, I do think this is a blowout. I do think the Rams win by double digits. And I think Cooper cup probably goes for two touchdowns and at least, you know, 70 yards. Yeah. My favorite play, honestly, from this game is the Rams defense. Like it's like the one spot where I'm okay paying 4,000 for a defense, mainly because I love Jalen Ramsey revenge games. He's a super emotional oh, guy and point. one of the best cornerbacks ever. Like, He's the one that's going to take this opportunity to like, you know, do Rough something crazy yeah. to, to prove his dominance over the number one draft pick, Trevor Lawrence. And, you know, that's just who he is. He takes advantage of these spotlight type moments uh, when it's personal to him and, and he shows out. Uh, it's fun to watch. Love Draylon Ramsey. He's a crazy guy, but um, I, I love the Rams defense because I think a pick six is uh, not, not too far out of question here. When we always talk about to how paying up for a defense in tournaments isn't always the worst play because of how low owned that they're going to be with that price. Yep. And there's a very good chance that against a Jaguars team, all of those studs on the Rams show out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think, yeah, I'm not playing the quarterbacks in this game because I do, even though I think Stafford could have a good game, you know, I'm not a Stafford guy. I've said, I think he's, He's overrated, but in the sense that he's an above average quarterback because he's able to just destroy like bad teams and even sometimes average teams, but he just can't compete against whether he loses close games, whether he gets beat by a lot, like he just hasn't shown he can compete with like the elite of elite teams in his whole career. And so, you know, he, he could have a big game here, but usually I like playing quarterbacks again, that they're more back and forth. So I'm hoping Daryl Henderson does not play this week because then we get Sony Michelle at 4,300, which I would have him in almost every tournament lineup I make. Uh, he would be like the bell cow of the Rams against the Jags. And then I still have interest. Yeah, I have interest in Cooper Cup, Van Jefferson, and probably Odell third, which I'll still have to have some of him. I could see them using this game as like bringing Odell to life you know, like, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> like you literally like, this is like, all right, we're going to the playoffs. We want Odell just to like get back on his wagon and 
you know, show everyone. We saw last week he had, he had like 10 targets, I think. Yeah. Like, he, they were feeding him the ball. Yeah. And the, I know they, he doesn't help in 10 times a game. At home, <laughs> at home's in the first time that they've had him and Vaughn, right? Maybe Vaughn has played at home. But one of the first, yeah. the first game Odell has been at home. Yeah. yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I, and I like I like the Rams defense a lot. I, they're another team have not scored our defensive touchdown yet this entire year. That's and we know the Rams bring pressure and we yeah, know they yeah. get picked. I like I wish there was a way to where you could specifically bet, I know you can bet like Rams touchdown. Usually it's probably around like plus 400 or something. But I wish you could specifically do one with Jalen Ramsey because you get way better odds. And I should, touchdown score Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I really wish I, I could first touchdown. <laughs> yeah. I really wish I could do that this week because the Rams defense it's right now between in my uh that Millie maker contest I'm playing this week I'm debating between the Raiders defense and the Rams defense and it, it, I don't know I, I haven't picked which one I'm going to do yet but the Rams definitely seem like the, the safer option but you're also paying like yeah. $100 more I think it'll just depend on the injury news and what other you know pieces of my puzzle fit into the lineup but yeah those are kind of the plays from that game cooper cup always like such a good cash game play but yeah i mean sony michelle is the one i'm waiting on i just want to see henderson out so i can just jam michelle in don't don't you think that at cooper's cups price tag though too in tournaments he's probably fairly low owned because he's yeah he'll be lower like he won't be outrageous people this week are paying jonathan jonathan taylor is like the pay up option that people are paying for this week so like every week on these slates there's always that one pricey guy that everyone kind of congregates to and that'll be jonathan taylor this week that's that'll be the highest owned expensive guy for sure I'm just uh, kind of waiting to see like what happens to Cooper Cup target share now that they have Odell. What do you mean? We just saw it. He got like 13 targets. Yeah, He's I mean, he, he, he one Odell game, got right? 10, Van got nine, and Cooper had like 13. Yeah. But like that—that that was a Green Bay shootout. So like, I think everything's kind of inflated. So it, it's, it, I'm glad they're playing a shittier team because we're gonna get you know two different variants in in our. Two that's games true. That's last true. Year. We'll see. Like, so when playing that's from like ahead. my only reason for not liking Cooper Cup, but it's a very stretch of a you know reason to sit him. So, yeah, I this is one where I'm just I, I've debated like setting a rule in my 150 lineups where I just I have to have whether it's Rams defense, Van Jefferson, Cooper Cup. Like, I'll just have a Ram in every lineup. I think I'm going to make that a rule this week. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like next that. game. Next game, we have Baltimore at Pittsburgh. Divisional game, you know, to these tend to be a little lower scoring. Uh, we'll give it – well, Nick, you'll start off. You, your, your brownies are in that. Yeah, game, so. the, uh, the AFC North expert here. Uh, divisional matchup. I really like um, Mark Andrews. Every game I watch him, I'm like, why isn't this guy considered one of the best? Um, that catch was he, unreal. <laughs> that was – yeah. He's, yeah, he's really good. Like, for as big as he is, he's super athletic, great blocker. I mean, kind of an ideal, perfect tight end, in my opinion. Um, that being said, I, I like him for 6000 I think I'm going to pay up for a tight end this week. Uh, there's a lot of good cheap so options. You're, you're doing there, the contrarian. So. You're, not, you're not going back to the, the 35% owned tight end like you did last week. Last week, I just thought Gronk would – I always go for points. That's I know you're going for points, like, but like – What is the max total 
that I could get from my lineup. That's it's really not, what it, I that's go not, for. It's not always max points, though. It's also max value. Like, yeah, like totally. if you if you have Kelsey at seven thousand, get twenty. Yeah, that's not. That's the even if he's the highest scoring tight end on the slate, you'd rather have yeah. you know a, a Ryan Griffin scoring fifteen. Yeah, sure. I mean, that's why you got salaries half the game, right? Yeah. Um, but I, I'm okay paying up for a tight end here. Um, I, I do most weeks, honestly. Uh, last week kind of went down to 4,400 with Gronk, but um, I like Mark Andrews a lot. Devonta Freeman didn't look terrible against the Browns' run D. Um, he was pretty good. He, I mean, he made Miles Garrett and Jadavian Clowney look like not that relevant. So um, I don't hate that against this Pittsburgh front. I think they're pretty similar to the Browns. We saw Freeman get fed a lot. I'm interested to see what they do with Lamar. He threw four picks last game. So it's either they go and get him to throw 35 times and, you know, get him to work it out and figure figures shit out, but, or they just stick to the run and just like try and get a good divisional win here. Um, so I'm pretty intrigued how the Ravens decide to play this one. Um, but I think it's going to be lower, lower scoring. So for that reason, I'm out. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and for that reason, <laughs> uh, Alex. I just I just don't have many plays outside of Mark Andrews, honestly. Yeah, uh, Lamar is my favorite quarterback on the, the DFS slate this week. Um, I think with the TJ Watts out, uh, they got a couple of other guys who are banged up or not playing on that on that either mid on that uh, linebacking or. Uh, defensive line. Um, so I love Lamar in a bounce back spot. He, this guy, he's he's a, a very, 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 very talented quarterback. He's not going to throw another four picks. Um, I think that was an anomaly. I think that that was him kind of not being 100% uh, from that whatever illness he had, um, non-COVID, but whatever it was, I don't think he was completely back. Um, and I see with a, a hurt Steelers front, him just kind of lighting them up. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a crazy high scoring game, but with Lamar's rushing upside, like, I just don't, I don't think you can fade him here. Um, especially if you're playing a bunch of lineups. Um, but yeah, conviction play at quarterback is definitely Lamar this week. Okay. Um, I, I debated like Lamar seems like a really good play. And if I play him, I'll have Marquise Brown. I think on every Lamar team, I prefer him to Mark Andrews this week. Cause I think the Steelers are a little bit better at guarding tight ends and they've shown some weakness against, against receivers and Marquise Brown gets so many targets. And, and for a player like him, like that, you know, usually his a dot is so far down the field. Giant a dot. I, I mean, ten, this is his, he's 10, 13, 12, 14. That's his last four games targets. Like you're getting a double digit targets from a player like that. I, I, I love Marquise. I think Brown. Benka Fitzpatrick is going to like, he's really good at defending the deep ball, which is kind of why I didn't like Marquise Brown this week, which is why I liked Mark Andrews, honestly. So what do you think about that matchup or at least limiting the, yards per target I, I this is more of like i'm not as worried about the matchup as i am just how peppered he gets and it all it takes is like one 
you know, yes, like, he like he, he's, he's a player that's so good for tournaments and his air yards, especially unrealized air yards are out of this world. And so I, I prefer, I love Marquise Brown this week. I'm debating uh, using him in my, in my 500, in my Millie maker this week. He's like one of the plays that I'm really debating. And if I, and I don't really – the thing is why I don't know if I want to use Lamar is I could see this game being, l- like, going under. There's a chance. And I don't want to, like, one half – because if, if I'm playing Lamar and Marquise Brown, I feel like I have to run it back, and that means I'm probably going to play Deontay. That means I'm relying on Big Ben. So I might just use Marquise Brown as, like, one of my one-off plays and, and stack a different game. But I do love – he's my favorite receiver from this game. I still like Deontay Johnson a lot. He's another guy that gets, like – 13 targets every single game. Uh, so those are my two favorite plays from, from that game. Uh, but, and then of course, I'm going to have a little interest in Ravens defense because big Ben, it, I mean, he's just terrible. So I will have a little bit of Ravens D uh, but yeah, I, I like Marquise Brown a lot. One of my favorite receivers of the week. Last game, we have San Francisco going into Seattle. Uh We'll start off with Nick here. Yeah, I think we're all sitting here holding our breath, waiting for Russell Wilson to come back. What's going on? Uh, I don't know. He's not out four to six weeks with that finger. Obviously tough on the throwing hand, you know. Maybe it's grip strength. Maybe it's something with the accuracy. It's clearly not right. Uh, They rushed him back. He, He doesn't look like the same old Russell Wilson. I know people are like, oh, he's fine. He's running around. I'm like, he's running around because he can't throw the ball. Like, he's trying to make something happen. Uh, And, you know, outside of that, Pete Carroll play calling is, like, miserable. I don't even want to play anyone from the Seahawks this game, honestly. Um, Pass. I think one of the best matchups of the week is Elijah Mitchell against just a Swiss cheese of a defense and uh, run defense there in Seattle. So, that's one of my favorite plays. So I don't hate Kittle. Debo's out. Um, just something to note there. So AU could also be a good play. But uh, I still like Jimmy G a lot. Like he's he's always lower price. So he's been playing great. And uh, I'm not going to be afraid to play him in a couple lines this week. Yeah, I mean, you pretty much covered, covered everything I was going to say there, Nick. Fade the Seahawks. <laughs> Russ is – he clearly rushed back and, like – I like Russ, but to have like clearly your team go out to media and be like, oh my God, this dude is Wolverine. He came back from this injury that was supposed to keep him out for eight weeks and he did it in six and all that, all that, all that BS, all that smoke hoopla to then come back and play like ass. Yeah. Like definitely not be fully back and fully healthy. Like, I've got zero pity for the guy after all that stuff. Um, that being said, he definitely goes out and fights every week. Um, he's a great leader, but I just don't think he's got, you know, the health to uh, to put anything together here. Fade the Seahawks and Nick, that IU call with Debo being out. Um, Debo has, I don't know the percentage, but the amount of usage he gets on offense is huge. So yeah, you can Kittle are going to inevitably replace some of that usage as well yeah. as Mitchell because they've been running Debo out of the backfield a bunch too. So like those three guys, mm-hmm. I think are 
great plays against a horrible Seahawks defense. Yeah. I I really think Russ has a big game here. And I know you guys are just like, how would you think that? I just – He might. I mean, he's got to have a I just think party at some point. He's still Russ. I mean, he's still I, I, Russ. Yeah, I, mean, I think like, he's still Russ. And, uh, you know, it's just like every time I see a report, I just am like, this is your solution. They come out with a report. I thought it's like an article from The Onion. Like when they, when, when, when they said that they're in, they're obviously in win now mode. So they signed Adrian Peterson. Like what, what, what do you do? Like no one can read that and think that that's, they're being serious, but they are. It's like, I don't understand it whatsoever. You, you think they can't make a poor decision and then they do something like that. It's, it's terrible. Um, but I do think, I do think that they they look and they're like, okay, they're looking back on that game. Like, when did we look like we were a real football team and played? It was in that last two minute drill when you have Russ out there, faster paced. You have DK Metcalf, you have Tyler Lockett, you have these two pretty like, especially Metcalf is a stud receiver, like pass the ball to him. And so I do think one of those two is it could have a really big game here. I want to be overweight on them in tournaments. Um, now I haven't pulled the trigger. I don't know if I'm going to play Russ yet in, in tournaments. I, I just, I don't know, but, uh, I do like Elijah Mitchell a ton. He's one of the running backs that probably will be in my main tournament lineup this week. Seahawks have such a bad run defense. Elijah Mitchell is getting so many touches. That's what the 49ers like to do. Now you don't even have Debo in there that can vulture a few carries like Elijah Mitchell could just eat in this game. He's only 6K. I know. I know. Great. <laughs> Against the 31st run defense in the league. Yeah, they're they're not good. And and so I do worry about the pace of this game because if you know we know the 49ers like to run divisional game, second divisional games are also usually lower scoring than the first time they played. And so that's why I might just take pieces of the game, like maybe do like a mini stack where I do like Elijah Mitchell and then DK or Lockett to get like a mini correlation, but you're not full stacking the game. So that that's kind of like where I'm at with this game. And yeah, I'll have Kittle in my player pool. You know, I, I love Kittle. So yeah, I think that kind of about does it for this slate. Now we'll go through and we'll each give our, well, we already gave Corey's conviction plays, but we'll go ahead and each give our conviction play and then build a lineup and get out of here. All right. So we'll start with you at quarterback. What's your what's your conviction? Lamar. Nick. Um this is tough. Maybe you go. I'm I'm thinking on this one. <laughs> I was kind of thinking too. I think I know who it is, but I, I'm going I'm going with Derek Carr, I think. That's what I was going to say. Well, hey, maybe that's the sign right there. <laughs> there you go. All right. We were both thinking on it and came to the same. I mean, if Renfro's your favorite, if it makes sense. If Renfro's your favorite receiver, it's yeah. hard not to have Carr as your – except that well, that's where we'll be different because I'll be yeah. playing more like Djax and, and Edwards and and things like that. But Corey went uh, uh Herbert. I don't think we said that earlier, but his conviction at QB was yeah. Herbert. Okay, Corey's is Herbert. I do like I do like Herbert too. Uh next we're at running back. 
What's your conviction? I'll at? start. I, I like Elijah Mitchell. Yeah, that was one of mine. Uh, I'll go Jamal Williams then. Man, that was the other one I was going <laughs> to take. At least, at least we're like on the same wavelength in running backs. We yeah. have Elijah yeah. Mitchell, Jamal Williams. Yeah. Mine is, would be Sony Michelle if Henderson's out. But if you guys took those two, I'm going to have to pick someone else. I don't think I can. It, I'm just going to – I'm just picking Williams and and I'm just you know confirming your. What about Mixon or Eckler? What about one of those? I like them, but I'm not convicted on them like I am Williams and and Elijah Mitchell. Yeah, Yeah. I guess my lock would well one to those two, but I like I I do actually think Henderson sits this week. I think it's serious enough to where they they want him for playoffs and they're playing the Jaguars and I think they yeah they don't need I I, and that would make Sony Michelle my OBJ day. So. Next, we're at receiver. What's your conviction at receiver? Nick? Yeah, I liked Hunter Renfro a lot this week, just given his matchup. Uh, missing their number one target eater, so I think he's going to have a great day. Yeah, give me Alex? that. Yeah, uh, I took – I mean, I'll have to go low at tight end but because uh, I took the highest quarterback and I'm about to take the highest wide receiver on the slate. Cooper. I mean, if it's your conviction, like, you can yeah. fit Lamar and Cup in if, yeah. if Cup's your conviction. Yeah, Cup is – that's that's the guy this week. <sighs> Man, I think it's Marquise Brown for me. I just think he could have a big game. And that, that's – yeah, that's definitely off the wall. But I, I you know, I like him a lot. Donate it. Yeah. Uh, next, we have tight end. Go ahead. Why don't you go first? Uh, tight end, my conviction would probably be Kyle Pitts. Tampa's uh, not very good against uh, tight ends. 25th in the league. Yeah. Yeah. Nick? Go ahead, Nick. Uh, I like Mark Andrews. I'm going to pay, pay up for him or Kittle in pretty much all my lineups this week. Um, I just just like him against the Steelers. Yeah, I'll go with Kittle here. I think he uh, sees a lot of the target share and um, reps that Debo was getting. All right. Now we'll build a lineup and get out of here. All right. Well, we didn't do favorite defense, but uh, – Oh, yeah, defense. Rams. <laughs> um, the Rams are one of mine. For me, it's Rams and Raiders. Can that be my number one pick in our lineup build? <laughs> yeah. It's in there. It's in there. Lock it in. Lock it in. Jalen Ramsey, first touchdown of the year. Um, so talk about conviction. I, I know it's going to happen. Alex, do you have any play you want to get in there? On I mean, if your conviction is Lamar and mine's Marquise Brown, I mean, why not? Stack them up. But then we, I think we'd, we're probably going to have to bring it back with a Steeler. And just this this would be our, like, their, our tournament pivot uh, off of, you know, some of the other games. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so. Deontay Johnson's 6,800, but he's going to be on uh, – or Marlon Humphreys is going to be on him. Is so that, like, I almost does that matter? Is Marlon Humphreys good now? Claypool's healthy. Uh, yeah, Claypool's. I almost like Claypool more. I'm, I'm not picking a Steeler. That's against my religion. But um, <laughs> Well, if you pick me, another play, I'll pick the Steeler. Yeah, give me Odell. Okay. So we're doing like an Odell – Rams type thing. That means we can't really pick any other Jag or Ram. Yeah, that's all right. 
Um, all right. Uh, let's let's put Deontay Johnson in there. Uh, we'll see if we can squeeze Jamal in here a little bit. Oh yeah, definitely. Salary savings. Yeah, and Mitchell. Oh, well, that'll be my. Oh, no, hey, hey, you you went, Nick. <laughs> you picked the De, uh, Deontay. Yeah, I. Oh, I went Deontay. You went. Oh, it's back. It is back to you, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mitchell. It is. So what do we have? Four, we have four K left. Tight end and flex. Yeah. Um. Hmm, I think I'm just gonna do the leverage spot off of Foster Moreau, who's gonna be popular, and do Ryan Griffin. Robert. Wait. No way. Oh. No. 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 I was going to no, say, I thought that was RG3. No, yeah, he's the Jets. I know. I thought that was RG3 for a second. I was like, on Tampa he's on the box. What? That's funny. Okay. Uh, so we got what do we have to fill in? Hopefully it's a good one. 54 Hunch. Colt McCoy. No. Uh, <laughs> no, go to Flex. Yeah, so let's go to Flex. Yeah. We talked about Jalen Reynolds at 3,400. No, we have, we have 5,400 for one spot. Yeah, um, I'm just saying if we I mean Miles Sanders is there just tempting us. Uh we talked about Russell Gage. Yeah, Russell Gage, yeah. you know, would we could I like do him that. better than uh, everyone else right there. Yeah. Uh, that, that works for me. Salary. Yeah, 100 remaining. All right, lock it in. It. The other alternative is yeah, is is going down from the Rams and then spending up at the flex. But if we're conv- if you yeah, if you're that's your conviction, then we'd we'll stick with the Rams. So PB, you're playing Lamar in the uh, Millie Maker this week. No, um, I haven't decided on my stack. I'm doing in. Um, I haven't decided on the stack for my big tournament. Are you but, uh, that, uh, Lamar is, was one of the ones that I was considering for sure. Cause like he, he has the potential to just get so many points and, and he has such a high floor that I really just wouldn't have to worry about that position. And he hasn't even, he hasn't scored a rushing touchdown since like week two and he still has had a pretty high floor. So it's just like his ceiling is so high. Are you worried yeah. at all that uh, all of our listeners are going to just steal your picks? The- well, no, they don't know the other receivers <laughs> that I'm going to enter and, and like what quarterback I'm actually – and are they really going to put in a bunch of entries in a $555 tournament? Never know. You don't know who our I'm, listeners I'm are. I'm gunning for it just to play Ireland. against you. Yeah, I mean, if I, yeah, I'm still not – I don't know what my lineup's going to be yet. I just know, you know, some of the plays I mentioned are definitely – going to be in there so yeah that that's going to do it for this show uh hopefully you guys win some money maybe i can win this million maybe someone else in here can win the 20 dollar millionaire maker and we'll have a great week next week oh yeah a couple million off hey, the yeah. board shout All out right. to our international listeners too you guys are <laughs> awesome whoever the hell you are <laughs> wherever you are we right. love you true but yeah, please, if you're on, if you're on, uh, you know, the pod podcast, please leave a review. It helps boost in the algorithm. If you're on YouTube, please like subscribe, comment helps out the channel a lot. And we'll see you next week for week 14. Adios. Peace.